All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I hate to break the fishing news up, Ramchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations. You're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for, like, an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Welcome in to episode 269. Nice. Nice, nice of the real life podcast. Speaking of nice, how about the how about the stuff that Oodle Noodle's been doing? That's some pretty nice Nice. food. Uh, Oodle Noodle at Oodle Noodlegram on Instagram for all your noodle related memes. Uh, You know wherever you get your food delivery from, whatever app you use, all that Oodle Noodle. That's the spot. Long weekend. Do not cook. Just simply order Oodle Noodle. Get a big batch of it tonight, and then just get enough where you can have it for leftovers all weekend. That's the play. Exactly right. I want to bring something up. Sorry, Wanye, about Oodle Noodle that we're doing uh, for anyone who follows us on Instagram. So now a new thing that we do is we now partner up with a local artist every month. Uh, so a local Edmonton artist will we'll engage them for, uh, for a one-month contract to do whatever they think Oodle Noodle needs to be or what they think it is graphically. So if you see anything weird or out there or colorful, that's uh, that's a cool local Evanston artist that yeah. we're uh, that we're working with on. Uh, I loved Cardhouse Dreamer this month, Jay. It was rad. I love it. Yeah, yeah. 
I just cool. want to chime chime in quickly and say I get a lot of DMs from people who are like, oh, I love the real life podcast, but you need to get these guys to sit still while you record. And that goes well today because Jay is actively moving houses today on the pod and Wanye <laughs> is steam yeah. cleaning his carpets right yes. now. Yes, I am. Hey man, apparently real life, real life a- motherfucker. Appar- apparently taking one hour off from moving your house means it won't happen today. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. so here's here okay. In, in in the name of real life, here's here's the thing. We've got a small window of time because I've got someone helping us and we all have appliance deliveries that need to be that respectively to each other's houses. We have to be done by a certain time to be able to receive the delivery of our appliances. Okay. How so old are you? I've got this four hour pocket of time, <laughs> this entire storage room out, move it into the house in time for uh, the appliance delivery. How can old I, am I? Can I, I don't know. Real life can I give you a word of advice? <laughs> if you're over the age of 30, none of your friends want to help you move for two Bud Lights and some pizza, bro. Three Bud Lights higher, and a pizza pocket. Are they cold? Over yeah, well, hey, higher so, movers. So the help, the help that COVID. we have, it's a, fa- it's a family affair. I'm not, I, I, hey, Chalmers, I didn't ring you. One, it didn't ring you. No, I didn't no, hear shit. <laughs> what's, what's funny is you guys stopped by the other day and my wife was like, if you guys need any help on Thursday, and I was like, I just nope. looked there with my side eye, like, hey, fucking, I'll go, I'll go help him do anything in his house, but I am not helping move. That I am I'll help well, Google I am Movers past, Edmonton. I'll help with yeah, that. Well, I'm way past helping move days. I will Speaking never which, ever move anywhere again without movers. Fuck that. Well, you might nice be moving be though, right? Bag milk. Yes. <laughs> this is big time, baby. Bougie bag milk coming for you. Downtown <laughs> bag milk. Oh, a new chapter shall begin. I've seen the floor plan of Bag Milk's potential abode, and the floor plan is called. Really? And now, what the hell does mean? It's his floor plan. It's the life. I believe it's, it's an old ship. Life chose me. Exactly. Ooh. And that's what I deserve at this point. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I have to, as an update for myself and my carpet cleaning plans, the goddamn mouse house which you may recall from earlier podcasts <laughs> has not left my grill. And I swear to God, I'm moving because of it. Chalmers thoughts. Yeah. I, you told me about this. I have to move, man. It's too, I've had too much time in this house, too many mice. It's not for me. No. And it's a big, it's a big Wanye Manor is not small because when they bought Wanye Manor, there wasn't just Wanye living in it. And, <laughs> no, there's lots of people. And there was lots it of was people. It was a hostel. It was, yeah, it like was a, a manor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it is it, you, 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 my friend, the house has outgrown you. You need to get <laughs> and I and I saw your new place, and it's way more Wanye than Wanye Manor. Let's Wanye, you're moving too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is everyone on this podcast moving? Literally, yeah, give the time. I'm never moving. I love my area. I have. I it. do not. So I have to move. I fucking hate where I live. No offense to everybody in this neighborhood. You're all lovely, but I hate living here. So I got to go. I know where bag milk lives. And I would say that bag milk, you are making one heck of a choice. Thank you, buddy. It was yeah. funny when I was telling bag milk, I was moving Chalmers. I was like, yeah, and here are my reasons. And like 30 seconds later, he was like, yeah, I'm moving too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need a break, man. So I don't like my house and shit, but I've literally spent like 20 years worth of time in my house in the last 10 12 months yeah and these goddamn mice i swear like i'll be sitting watching tv and i know there's no mice because i'm still running easily 15 traps and i see something move and i'm like guaranteed it's a mouse and i gotta go sit upstairs in my room and rock back and forth like a crazy person maybe your brain 
And yeah. maybe your brain's well, moving a little a little faster due to the sticky icky. And, and, and then you see Maybe the math mice. I've been getting into, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, no, new condo Wanye is the shit. Remember when we just a- asked Jay what he was doing and asked him to not move and then it just basically turned into this? Yeah, me talking yeah. about making up meth. Nation, no. nation, real life on the move collectively. Oh, yeah. good title. Good, good one. Good title. Yeah, you ran track. You want to move? Them. Do it. Uh, I don't think I do. I'm pretty do happy where in. I am. Yeah, do it to fit in. Flood this house too and move. Well, I'm on the upper floor of this complex. So I flood the whole thing. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> go grab a burrito, flood yeah. the building. Yeah, hey, let's do your biz. I don't know if you guys know this, but today is National Burrito Day. It was buy one, get one free on uh, Skip the Dishes. At, oh. I think it was Bar Burrito. So I houses, had a burrito for lunch. Houses be flooding. Yeah, just go run the tub, buddy. Like, it won't take long. <laughs> oh, man. At, just while we're talking about that, um, my girlfriend's dad sent me the screenshot of, like, their water usage chart that he checked Uh-oh. online. Uh-oh. And we've been able to pinpoint when the flood started. What was the exact time? Does he know? Like, was it like middle of the night? So their water usage started to spike about an hour and a half after I left on Friday. Oh, Oh, interesting. Yeah, this sounds like there's something more to it. There is fishy. It's not ideal. Hero to villain. Yep. primary is there a grudge is there a grudge held by your father-in-law no not at all i'm still a hero 100 percent. oh geez you don't know there's a grudge there if we just wait if we had the rights to the music sabotage is going right under this (laughs) (laughs) wait until the bet the the father of the bride speech at your wedding when he brings this up guaranteed Mm -hmm. he brings it up because it's Mm -hmm. been just eating them away for Mm -hmm. however long it is until you get married yeah, right after he's the like, night burrito snack for everyone. He's like, I didn't think it was going to work after you flooded my house, but uh, yeah, there's a he turned out to be an okay a, guy. There's a shotgun wedding. There's a you flooded my fucking house wedding. Better marry my daughter. Put, I, I would put the odds on that in the name of gambling at minus 250. That oh, being yeah. said, exactly what Chalmers just said. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, he Your did M-Chuck, still invite like me to, uh, on a trip with them this summer, so I'm still going on a trip with them. Is he paying so. for you? Uh, well, it, it's like the place they were going to check on when I was house sitting that we're going there out in BC. They have like a little rental. That wasn't the question. I think he might want to rethink <laughs> you coming to that house. <laughs> he's okay. doing so, that. You know why he's doing that? You're so, so you don't look after this house. <laughs> exactly. It's an insurance policy. <laughs> it's cheaper to have you come with them than to have yeah. to go through this bullshit again. Yeah, to rent house again. That's exactly it. <laughs> That's just That's smart nice. business right there. Your M check. I got some DMs. I'm hard to track down on Instagram right now. You got to either hit me up at the co-working space and help run or dog patch YEG, but I'm still there. And people know that. And they just like, Oh, you don't do one anymore. I'm going to talk to you here. Blah, blah, blah. They're like, you were mean to M check last show. And you got to mm-hmm. apologize to him. two people told me that. Wow. Because you like a little bitch. were like near me, <laughs> me, me. And then other little bitches are like, Hey, what's that all about? Hey, Cancel Wanye was trending at one point. Yeah, two people. <laughs> Sir Mayor Brett and you. So you're oh. in, Chuck. I apologize because I was being mean to you because I was in a bad mood about other things. And sometimes I like being mean to you because I know you don't like me. Um, so I apologize. 
Yeah, thank you. I guess I think the po- apology is unnecessary. I think we're fine. Um, no, no, we're not. Not I until makes, I apologize, and I now think we're it, totally cool. You know what a better end to this whole thing is for you, Wanye, though, is to not just apologize for this, but to take this as a learning lesson because mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. as as the father of a young son, true, you have to you have to realize that when they do something. You cannot let things outside of exactly that situation affect how you treat them. It's a very important lesson. What? It is interesting. You cannot get, if my son leaves a basketball out and I have to pull up to the driveway and get out to remove the basketball, I can't yell at him extra hard because I'm coming home from a shitty day at work is my point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, You can't mm -hmm. let outside factors cloud the situation at hand when you're dealing with an impressionable youth. Right. Now, so, what if, God forbid, Wanya wow. Jr. comes home one day, Chalmers, and he's like, I got bullied at school. And so then I take him out in the garage and show him how to sharpen a steak knife and make a shiv. And I'm like, oh. you know what? <laughs> Next time that kid steps to you, you've got three seconds to make a glorious spectacle of violence in front of all the other children to set a message. Is that, a bad, <laughs> is that not it? That's, uh, well, that's not it at uh, all. The, wait a minute. That's how you survive prison. Yep. That's just that's that's your first day in the house. house. What's that? That's just good. That's just teaching basic life skills. I think that's fine. That's just parent. That's how to make a shiv is not something you need to teach your child. I'm not going to lie. Well, and how's he supposed to defend himself if a riot pops off? Now who's being silly? It depends. If he's, if he's witty, then he defends himself with words. Mm -mm. And if Mm -mm. not, he makes a riot out of a toothbrush. Yeah, that's extreme. Very extreme. But we could probably start with maybe just teaching the old, kick to the nuts, elbow up to the face. That's watch a lot of simple self-defense 101. A lot of this is in prison. You can't relate. No, 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 no. But there are lessons from prison for real life. And I've seen people make shivs out of pretty amazing stuff. And you know what? Those people are fine in a riot, Chalmers. Yep. Listen, the, I, the, lessons from, the lessons from prison don't correlate. I don't see Sure they Twizzlers. do. You just tone it down a hair when you get on the outside. But the basic I don't principles. sneak Twizzlers into a movie theater in my butthole, in my jailhouse wallet. <laughs> I just on your put wallet? them in a pocket. That, if, if, you were, if you had pocket. learned all your lessons from prison, you'd be suffering that. Who the, the hell have you turned into? I remember one time going to uh, uh, the, what was the bar by the Nate. What was it? The great big bar Ezzy's, that we... Ezzy's. And we got in a fight and you left the fight and you showed up in a car and jumped out with golf clubs ready to start that hitting people. wasn't my car and that, that wasn't- That was your golf clubs. clubs. <laughs> no, you're doing- Yes, I can, I can mentally point out in the parking lot where we were. So don't you're tell doing me- Brian Williams, You're doing the Brian Williams and the helicopter thing. I, Brian Williams me, Birdman, the rapper? Your memory, your memory is skewed. <laughs> I never picked up a golf club. Two golf clubs, if I recall correctly. No, I did not. <laughs> yep, and you had eight gold chains on it. <laughs> the whole bag. I was in an episode of Power, I'm thinking of, but I swear it was you, and I swear it was <laughs> I was Someone say Birdman? Put some respect on my name. Put some respect hey. on my name. Yeah. yeah. Hey, all I know, it, all I know is if you guys think there are no lessons from prison, then you're, none of you are getting any of my dehyde treats that I've learned on prison food TikTok. Prison TikTok is wild. Go. Crazy oh, yeah. TikTok is the best. Call me, it. call me stupid. I didn't know they could get TVs in there. See, depends on the jail. If you're yeah. in the Fed, you get a lot less stuff. If you're in a local jail, you get better life. And like, there's Club people fed. that are just like watching ESPN, <laughs> man. There's like watching sports while they're in jail. I didn't what know. What is prison TikTok? What is prison well, TikTok? People oh, who get phones think? in jail and they're they're on their TikTok accounts in jail, like filming themselves dancing in their dancing. cell, and like whatever. 
Chalmers, if I'm in jail and my Sally comes in, he starts doing TikTok dances. I'm gonna be so happy I made this shiv before he came in because I do not want to watch a grown man dance around a TikTok for the next 20, 80, 30 years. Chalmers, Wait, I follow. I follow about three or four ex cons that they teach there. how to make stuff, make food items that they made in prison, including like toilet wine and all that mm-hmm. shit. I'll send you some of those accounts. You'll you'll just howl laughing. They're hilarious. I thought they weren't allowed phones in prison. No, so these dudes are ex-cons, so they're out, the ones that I follow, but they're oh. show, they're teaching the lessons. They're spreading the information. People, People have like, phones in prison, Jammers. It's a huge yeah. problem. They come in through their wallet. Yep. You ever put a BlackBerry <laughs> bold in the old prison wallet? You better want to text somebody on the outside. This is getting out of hand. Present. <laughs> Jay? Um... Jay, I've been said, trying to say something for the last three minutes. Turn, like, turn, turn your mind. camera on. Welcome turn to my fucking life. And maybe yeah, you can I see saw. the cues. Camera on. Camera on. Cues. And you can see you the fucking, cues. Are you kidding me? When have we ever cued? You can see it in someone's face when they're not about to talk. Your M mm. far away from the mic. I know he's at least two seconds from I'm saying watching something. baseball. <laughs> Well, yeah, your your truck's annoyed, so he's in his annoyed sit-back position, I'm assuming. I'll tell you one thing. Tyler, whenever he has kids, which I assume is very soon, is going to have an excellent <laughs> dad sit-back of disappointment, you know, where he just kind of pops oh, yeah. back like this, arms folded. Mm-hmm. Look Jay, <laughs> you've got a, you've got Jay, a wide yeah. open hole here. To <laughs> way, to, way to see the cue, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> That was not put on a tee for me. I did want to say something, though, because we talked about kicking someone in the nuts as a survival mechanism. Remember, this is a long, long lost art from elementary school, and that is the gas pedal. Do we remember that? The gas pedal. Is that when you would stand on a guy and put your foot down in his groin like a gas pedal? Yes. You pull on his legs. You pull on his legs and floor it. And you think you weren't getting ready for jail and you were gas pedaling? You were waiting forever to bring hey, I had, well, go. Dude, because it's three hours after the fact, but I had a father who did tell me what to do if I, for, for uh, schoolyard fights. I had, uh, I had a one. Yeah. Shiv. What is that noise? Yeah, Could be sorry, anything, really. Uh, I apologize. That's a dehumidifier being rolled to me. <laughs> you don't hear this on spitting chicklets. It's just the best. <laughs> Real life, folks. <laughs> missing, missing cues and rolling dehumidifiers. Yeah, missing cues. <laughs> Would you like us all to come and help you so that we could do this in peace, sir? Hey, man, I got my own problems over here. I got mice everywhere. Goddamn robots trying to shampoo my rugs. Fuck. I was built for comfort, not for labor. Touche. So what you wanted to say, Jay, was just to remind us about the gas pedal as an option in a fight? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was supposed to be a bolt-on to kick in someone in the nuts, yeah. but now it's so irrelevant. That, no, it yeah, isn't. It's, it, hey, it's hey, silly. The gas pedal is never an irrelevant move. It's also a dance. No, you were going to tell us what and your, dad, you would also, your dad But said. then you would also, I will tell you what my dad taught me. Uh, there's two things he taught me, but... Uh, the other thing is, it wasn't. You would kick someone in the nards as well. Nards has also lost its its way in our in our world. Well, they all got kicked off. That's why. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Art Art Downton, uh, a schoolyard fight tip. Is that what you guys want? Yeah. Hit him in the sternum. I remember him telling me that once. Straight yeah. so shot like, to the throat. No, no sternum. So Dad was a big. He's like, if you want to get the guy down and get a lead <laughs> on the fight. Is you, yeah. you drill him in the sternum and yeah. he'll lose all his air 
and he's on the ground and you've got him. <laughs> he was telling me this once. He's like, Wanye, no one ever thinks about this. I'm like, I guess they don't. And he's like, yeah. why would you fight a guy and punch him in the head? Punch him in the sternum. They never protect him. Oh, yeah. My dad's old school. Grew up in Boharm, Saskatchewan and had to fight his way uh, against the big city rival or big city kids of Moose Jaw. So uh, he, uh, he was a scrappy guy. The other thing, and this is more his maneuver because I don't think I'm flexible enough that this is how he used to drop a lot of guys as a kid, and that's a scissor kick. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say the John, the John Claude Van Damme splits into the nut punch. I thought you were no, going to say no, he no. scissored them, and I'm like, I don't think that's for fighting. A scissor <laughs> kick? What was he, a ninja? Well, sorry, if Art Downton scissor kicked you and punched you in the sternum, yeah, that was game over in Bohart. You're going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a one-two combo. You can't survive. No, it's we don't talk about we don't talk about uh, the the life lessons of art nearly enough on this podcast, but I well, I had the pleasure of knowing art, and if he was ever, if I ever saw him in the beginning beginnings of a fight, I would be legitimately scared. He was one oh, yeah. of he was an intimidating fella, he, and, oh, and yeah. I and 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 he was in really good shape, and so like I could see a scissor kick, and it would it would be disastrous if you caught oh, yeah. those from him. I'll tell you, I, remember one time I saw you're... a guy out in the wild, out in the streets, pull off a scissor kick. I would know he is not a man to be reckoned with. No, it's like Steven Seagal. Yeah. I remember one time, Jay, your dad coming to meet us. I think we were at, uh, what was the bar in the West end that later became a mosque, that whole big building right by his condo. Oh, legends. Legends. And we went into legend. We were sitting there doing kid stuff, whatever it was. And he came in. And he was, and it was when he could dart in the bar and he sat down and we're like, Hey, what's up? And he was basically like, you two shut the fuck up. And he sat down, he started having a dart and he told us a story about how he was so mad from darts. He almost knocked the guy out at darts that night. And I was like watching him. And I was like, this is probably the most intimidating man in the world I've ever met in my entire life. He's fucking talking about knocking a bitch out at darts. Like, wow. Good art down. Uh, yeah. Okay. I love yeah. dart. Uh, he was also our coach for curling our one season, which was not good. And I remember him sitting on the other side of the glass, the very similar look to your M checks face on this podcast. And like, I don't know how to curl for shit and I'm bouncing things off side rails and stuff. And when we were done, he was so exasperated with my performance. He just sort of put his hand on my shoulder and went like, okay. And didn't say a word. And I was like, wicked. I was so terrible. I get no notes. <laughs> curling for life. I, I love curling. To this day, I still to this day. Um, Cause dad used to watch my, watch my hockey games and, he was always like, if there was some fucker on the other team that was causing mayhem, he would always whistle at me and like with his hands, give me a Jersey number. Oh, wow. And, yeah. The kill still switch. This, still to this day, if, if I'm playing hockey and I hear a whistle, I'm like looking up in the stands. It's just like this hilarious, like muscle memory reaction. Who is, dog. Who is your dad? <laughs> Sean Payton? Like bounty gate shit? Oh, oh, yeah. I don't know who that Buddy. is. If we, we, we could do a whole podcast on, on Jay, on Jay's dad's stories, and it would be some of the greatest content that we'd ever produced. Cause oh, I have at least 10, <laughs> like at least 10 that I witnessed with my own eyes and they are amazing. He was a very, very intimidating, a very intense. He demanded the best at all times. At everything. At everything. He yelled like, at me one time at a gas station we were driving because he didn't like how I cleaned the windshield of the car with a windshield wiper oh yeah. and yelled at me you're so gonna, much. I was like, I'm sorry. I like if, laid down the back of the car until we got to Mortlock. If you're going to do it, do it properly. That was his motto. If you're going to do it, yeah. do it right. Like making a oh shiv. Yeah. yeah. He would oh, come back. Oh, yeah. He's a quality toothbrush. Oh, if your yeah. dad had gone to jail, God forbid, 
even in a shitty oh. country, he would have come out the head of the jail. There wouldn't have been any problems there. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. He'd be sitting in a room with cartons of smokes from the floor to the ceiling, like, how'd I get all these? I shiv motherfuckers. That's what I did. Yeah. Okay. You're in check. Yep. I'm trying to be nice to you. Don't say okay in that tone of voice. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> don't you fucking okay me. MLB opening day. What do we want to talk about? Oh, I want to talk. I, I, uh, it's my dad's birthday this weekend while we're on the topic of oh, dad. Make birthday. him a shiv. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah. So big happy birthday to my dad. To my dad. He uh, listens to the radio show I produce. So I gave him a nice, uh, big, long, you know, happy birthday, all that. Me and Low Tide talked about it. And then my dad, after, texted me the yellow thumbs up emoji. Nice. Oh, and nice. that was our interaction for the day. So nice. that's. Uh, oh, that's nice. Why did you have to clarify that it was yellow? I don't know. It's just the generic, like, yellow thumbs up emoji. What else? You didn't take, yeah, I didn't take the time to finesse it any, <laughs> even <laughs> further. I love, I love when people make the thumbs up emoji the actual, like, hue of their skin so if they're like a pale or white guy or a little dark it's racist man guy. i'm so scared of pissing people off online everything's bart simpson yellow now i don't yeah. do any <laughs> skin tone emojis at all that's how woke i am <laughs> chalmers you going you going for bud light number two there charles yeah no that, it's weekend it's hey long weekend, weekend. Vibes, what yes, it is tomorrow's a long weekend tomorrow's good friday my bro is it really today is, today is normally the busiest day in the bar it's, it's yeah, the everybody's coming store. home. everyone's coming Not home sure. yeah exactly everyone's coming home school's off or exams are done like mm -hmm. it's just the perfect storm i've been texting with rick at the pines and i'm like what's the babe situation like let's get right down to the bottom of this are they all still alive i haven't seen a babe in a bar in two bloody years almost and he's like they're there they just come in for like five minutes and leave before we keep uh chugging along here need to give some love to our friends at <laughs> twig and berries <laughs> twigandberries.ca a uh, a fine local company free delivery in st albert you got your free shipping in canada over a hundred dollars nutsack underwear all of that stuff check them out they're also having their biggest sale ever still. It's been going on for a while. Some good deals in there. You can also save 15% with the promo code NATION15, twigandberries.ca. All right. I dare you. I dare you. This is what I've been doing. Oh, boy. Hey, this is a podcast, so people won't see that. Uh, Jay just showed us a photo of an empty U-Haul truck. Storage unit? Empty? What do you mean? Is there oh, stuff bro. in there? I didn't see very much yes. stuff. Oh, geez. Okay. Come on now. Or the you amount of fucking been noise you've been making. You could have been enjoying a nation beer and watching somebody else load that U-Haul. Yep. Oh, I will. Yeah. I'll, I'll be earning. I'll be earning my nation beer tonight. I'll tell you that much. I had a chat with Jay yesterday, Chalmers, and I said, oh, you want a nation beer? And he's like, no, no, I'm going to ride the exercise bike. And I proceeded to put down four tallies right in front of him, having a great time. Respect. Did you did you ride the bike at least? No, because uh, we, we ended up we ended up chatting for like five hours. So yeah, because I was in the bag on account of drinking all the beers on my own. Well, I know, I know, and that's fine. But that's the funnest night home. out of the town I've had in two years, and all we did was sit in a room with a window open. Yeah, by the time I got home though, it was late. I had dinner and like went to bed. Well, sure. Uh, your Amtrak. Uh, well, do you I'm think. Do you even think about the Cup Parade route? Your Amtrak. I do. Most I nights do. before I go to sleep. 
I think the best way to do it would be to go obviously in front of Rogers, but then to eventually make it down to like River Valley Road. So you can have people just like lined on the sidewalk there. I think that'd be like a nice Ooh. natural spot for it. Ooh, and then you go down the idea. River Valley, people on either Whoa. side, people on the bridge can watch. Like there's a lot of good spots there. I like You're that. redeeming yourself, your Rem Chuck. Mm. That's a and really then good you, idea. Boys, then you know what we do as this is all going past, the cup parade goes by, we enjoy it. We clap, we wave at Connor on his way by, and then we all filter in the back door of the pint and it is going to be one of the glorious moments of my life if like we're again we talked about playoffs last week and they got shit pumped by montreal if the oilers were to win the stanley cup in the next few years Mm. i from from like the day the buzzer or the second the buzzer goes like and they've won i don't know if i would be sober for a week no two-week bender no way two-week bender and it should be a civic holiday yeah. Uh, so obviously we've gone probably like 30 minutes so far. We have not yep. mentioned hockey once now. Yep. What we're just talking about so No, I know. More about I just want I just, I know, but we're, are you, you know what? are you trying, are you trying to bring it back to hockey, Charles? I know. I tell he, you off. Like I told off he brought answer. up, he brought up the shit kicking in Montreal. Yep. And I have to say that it was where I was looking for, um, to build off of that Toronto game. It was rich Chalmers. Where'd you get that from? My dad just gave me a hundred dollars. What? What? I don't know. He's just like, here's a hundred dollars. I said, thanks. He's like, you buy on camera. Uh, Mr. Mr. Bag Milk had a good day at the at the. Hold on, you just left the podcast (laughs) and made a hundred dollars. Yes. Highest paid member of the podcast. No no, no, no. Can you hear? Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay, go. Can I finish? Can I finish? (laughs) Can I finish? Okay, I'm finished. Okay, I'm finished. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, so. Uh, that was the most uninspired hockey game I have ever watched. And it, after about the first two goals, they quit. They look like shit. I don't really want to talk about that much more if you guys don't, but somebody had to say it. It was bullshit. And especially okay. after what we had said last week, where these two games are imperative and to play so well against Toronto, we'll come up with a victory and then go to play well enough against Toronto to come up with the victory then to go into Montreal and do that against a team who's been on the shelf for 10 fucking days is just yeah. inexcusable. And yeah. I, I just wasn't very happy. I have watched all three periods of pretty much every Oilers game for the last number of years. I was so close to not watching that third period. Like I was sitting there during the intermission, working on my short game, putting a little bit on my putting mat. And I was like, I don't, Are I you wouldn't in turn masters? it off. I muted the TV during the intermission because I was like, I don't even want to hear people talk about this game. I was so angry at it. I doubled Agreed. down on my disappointment during intermissions by heading to Tinder. So. <laughs> I believe the narrator will find him did at you, Grinder. Did, did you do better? <laughs> did you do better than the Oilers did that night? Then by also what? struck out Chalmers. <laughs> no. Breaking out well, shoutouts galore. <laughs> well, better luck. Better luck next time. Uh, I got a question. Yep. Now that you brought it up, now that you brought it up and you opened the Pandora's box of Tinder, uh, how often <laughs> would you say in a week you opened that door? What, what do you mean? Like how, how often? often how many times during a week do you open Twinder and swipe and hopefully? Got to be, gotta be da- twice a day. Yeah. I do, I do daily at least. Like, honestly, I'm such a goldfish that anytime they send me a notification that it's time to swipe. I'm like, okay. What's a goldfish? Imagine being so the type of person like, that gets... They get a reply and then they just get like, ner- they're like, oh, fuck. this person's a loser because they reply. And so they never reply back to anybody. 
Well, that's, that's oh, a big part of it is just, if you go on there, sometimes uh, you'll just get like a hi, and then you respond with something and then that's just it. And then it goes into the graveyard. The graveyard is one of the most spectacular. Next time I see you, Charles, I'll, sh Charles, I'll show you the graveyard. It's one of the What's most the graveyard? popular things to behold. Or it's Tinder conversations all, die. All the conversations that just either went nowhere or, or oh. just stopped entirely out of the blue. And then it just gets filed away in the graveyard. We're Charles, we would not. Friends, right? <laughs> Sorry? So we're talking about words with friends, right? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> we wouldn't have been able to handle yeah. Tinder in our day, Chalmers. It would have been too much stimulation. We had to be in the mindset where you had to go out in public and you had to look people in the eye because had it been swiping this and swiping that, you'd probably have 15 kids. Dude, it sounds like a lot. I remember just getting into like an MSN like chat room on your computer back in the day and it just being like over fucking whelming. And I couldn't, yeah, I don't, Tinder. Uh, I met my I girlfriend know, on Bumble, so it works. And my oh, sister, my no. sister met her now husband on Tinder as well. There is, there is zero, uh, a thought in my head that it does not work. Like I am 100% convinced that all those sites work if you use them properly. I just yep. am not sure. Like if I, let's just say that I was to become single and I had to do that again right now, yeah. I would be over fucking whelmed by it. I you just clean up, like it's, it's real life in your podcast profile. Boom. Well, uh, that doesn't <laughs> what I would play say, that well. What I would say Chalmers <laughs> is that if you're shtick, like I remember a world before Tinder, I was in a long thing, ended, and now social, now swiping is the thing. So for me, my default is I would rather actually see someone in real life and talk to them and maybe say a joke or try a line. That would be what I'd prefer, but it's a pandemic, baby. I ain't going nowhere. So what are you going to do? So, but because it's, it's about like when you're, you're swiping and you swipe quickly, I'm imagining. So you're basically making your first impression on the looks of the person and you're swiping left if you do not like it. So my thing is, is that will motivate people to put the single best picture mm. they've ever taken as mm. their well, profile. This is going to sound that's crude. That's misrepresentation. Okay. This is well, going to sound crude, but like when you go to a car dealership, they don't like show you a car with like garbage on the floor and like, but it's you dirty. like it's chance, cleaned up. You clean yourself you, up when you want to sell yourself. You also have the chance to buy that car. You know what I mean? Like that exact car. Uh, not to say that people aren't cleaning themselves. Of course, they're going to take the best picture, but it might not be a direct representation. I have seen very many houses that I've looked at um, online and then gone and looked at in person and cars where the pictures do not clearly represent what I am seeing at that moment. Well, here's what here's, you do. To your, here's Here. your point, Chalmers. Uh, sorry, Wanya. Um, I don't swipe on people that have, uh, generally speaking, that all their pictures have filters with the like the dog ears or whatever. Mm. Like, Smart. Who knows? Who knows? You know? Who knows? And it's not yeah. even about the looks, though. That's the thing is you're probably counting out a lot of people that you would really get along with. Yep. You know, and that's why this sucks. Like swiping on base this on a square this big. I know you can't see me, but like it's a tiny square of a person, and that's all you get. And sometimes the bio is six words. How the fuck do you know what's going on? So and so is it not based off of the you know, remember when they all first came out, you would answer like fuck a bunch of questions and then you'd get matches? Is it not based like that anymore? Is it well, not do that depending on which app you're at? So there's an app called Hinge 
which is basically geared more towards that way to show a little bit more of your personality. So there's a bunch of prompts that you can offer up. Like uh, my favorite, what is your favorite TV show? I love Breaking Bad in the office or something like that. So you can kind of see more of what people are doing, but again, it's not ideal. I would much rather talk to somebody in person. At least take a swing in person. I guess the benefit is if uh, getting rejected on your phone is easier to than to your face, I suppose. Yeah. My brother, my brother went on uh, dating website challenges, we'll say 12 years ago when it was still kind of in its infancy. He lives out in Vancouver and, you know, he's crazier than me. And I was like, what are you doing? You're going on online dating? Ha, ha, ha. And he's joking around. He's like, yeah, man, like they have special people in the queue for a catch as big as me. So I'm going to fill this out and tell the truth. And he literally did. And the first person match.com suggested he clicked on and married. Wow. He didn't go on a single date other than the lady. He was like, yep, once you fill Desperate. it up properly. Not at all. She's a smoke <laughs> Just show. Just kidding. No, oh, do you want to know something? Him. Him. He's yeah. just like, yes, yes, yes. No, okay, he's yes. the opposite. He's like, I thought I was going to click just on kidding. half of Vancouver <laughs> instead. Bobbing. Chalmers, do you want to know something else do? that you'll probably enjoy? Yes. If it progresses a little bit and you actually have a conversation and it gets to the point of, oh, what do you do for a living kind of thing? If I say blogger, instant unmatched because they think I'm broke. Yes. So what do you, so then you have to lie. That's the whole problem well, with this. I don't is lie. Like, okay, don't but you lie. don't, you don't have to lie. You should. You though. don't. <laughs> Here's my so, play for you, John. Okay, you go to this you, face doesn't no, exist.com. No, hold on. it's not a play hold for on, me. Hold on. Just it's, hold on. Jesus for Christ. you when you're single, because his personality <laughs> is abrasive that you rock. When you're single, you go to thisfacedoesnexist.com, which is AI creating faces of people that have never existed on Earth, and you just refresh until it creates a slightly better looking version of yourself. Yep. And you put that face on Twitter. Tinder. Oh, that is just highly. Uh, and they'll be like, oh, you don't really look like yourself. You're like, really? You got a haircut? And I also tanned a little bit. A little. That's your M Chuck's gone from your M Chuck's gone from leaning back in his chair to like literally laying on the floor at that point. Well, <laughs> yeah, I felt like that conversation went on for too long. Okay, anyways, then let's get Ow! then let's get on to something. You else. sassy, sassy cup of tea. Don't How, about this weekend? How about this weekend, boys? It's a long weekend. We've yep. got a Calgary game Friday. We got a yep. Vancouver game Saturday. Maybe Woo! the weather. What do you mean? Is Vancouver Maybe. in the protocol right now? What do you Vancouver mean? Vancouver had their game last night canceled because of COVID protocols. So I think Ooh, it's that is pardon? Who's the other team? Um, they were playing Calgary. Wait, so, we might not play tomorrow. I think Calgary's fine because the positive tests were on Vancouver. But oh. Vancouver might not be ready to go for Saturday. So I'm interested to know, like, because they're gonna have to rejig the schedule, I wonder if they would just say. Fuck it, Edmonton, Alberta, Saturday night as well. Let's crush another one yeah, off the schedule dude, here. That would be they killer. Might. They're gonna be they playing might. two games in a day when the shit keeps up. So like a peewee tournament. Here's a ever have one of those ones oh, where yeah. you're in like a peewee tournament or whatever, and you had to play back to back, and all you got was the Still time on. So what, what, okay, what do you want me to do? Oh, guys? oh JR. Oh no. Jesus, oh, my God. Mute. I muted him. Listen, just listen, just listen. No, let's listen. I muted him. Sorry. Oh my God! You're in chop. This is gold. Oh, I muted. It's all good. No, no, we're just hitting the final yards here. All right, man. We want to hear every detail. Oh, <laughs> yes, bag no milk. Listening. Yes, it's bag nothing milk. special. Re- just wedge I in remember, everything we can wedge in. I remember. Fuck off. I remember. <laughs> I remember you. those tournaments, and the second game was always the best. Your legs were warmed up. 
Your, your equipment was wet, but it was more like malleable. So you were yep. like, you could move easier. Those gloves second were games were, oh, gloves were feeling good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. We're, uh, we're going to do our betting talk now. Um, so we're going to get to our friend Scott Hastings from Odd Shark. Um, so, Wanye, appreciate the apology. We are good now. Sweet. That we now we can start a new before. beef. We'll yeah. call the new beef 2021. All right. Uh, bringing in Scott Hastings now from oddshark.com. Become a better, better, make the sharper play. Everything you need is available at oddshark.com. All right. I teased this in our group chat. I also texted you about it, Scott. We are going to start with my predicament for March Madness Final Four. All right. So I am usually a guy who I'm usually a guy, you know, 50 bucks on a game kind of thing. Like I'm not a full on putting a thousand dollars on a game, but I am doing very, very well in my March madness pool with my work. And I'm one of the three people who still has a chance to win. The scenario for me to win is if Houston beats Baylor, I get the $1,000 prize. It was 40 bucks. Whoa. to enter. That's a good, that's a big chunk of change for you. That's rent, yeah. man. Hell so yeah. I'm kind of sitting there going, all right, I could use, I really need that thousand bucks I, or not need, but I could really use that thousand bucks. But I'm also like, that's a lot of juice for me to be sweating. And I don't know if I can handle it. So I did the math. And if I were to put $500 on Baylor, I would be guaranteeing myself a profit either way. I'd be profiting $250 if Baylor wins, but I'd only be profiting $450 if Houston wins. So my question for the group, I'm going to start with Scott, then go to Bag Milk and Chalmers. Scott, should I hedge this bet or do I fucking let it ride? Can Houston come through for me? Well, always the let it ride is the fun answer. Yes. But of course, the logical answer would be to hedge. If you can guarantee a profit anytime, it's what you should do. Yeah. Now, again... It's a lot of fun to just let it ride. I don't know. I like an under in that game. I I think Houston has a better chance of beating Gonzaga than Baylor does. That doesn't mean I would be willing to bet on that. I think they're a better, well-rounded team. Baylor has like one or two players that when they go off, they're absolutely dangerous. But as a full unit, Houston is the better team. It's tough though, man. That's tough. I'd hedge just, just to guarantee the profit and walk away with it. But uh you know, let her ride. Hell Charles, come on. what would you do? So here's a conversation you have to have with yourself. Are you going to be the guy that sits at the blackjack table and it stays on 16 at all wow. times, no matter what, or are you going to hit? Now, the fact of the matter is, is you put a minimal amount of money for mm -hmm. a huge amount of return. Yeah. And yeah. that cannot be understated. Your value that you're giving up by Absolutely. doing this hedge is huge. Mm -hmm. If it was, if it was, you know, half of the money that you put up, if you put up 500 to win a thousand and you just had to put up another 500 to make sure that you were a 250, I would be more inclined, but man, at this point, you got to go with your gut because you're going to kick yourself in the ass too. If you hedge that and, and win the more. bigger bet. Okay. So you know what? It's all about, it's all a matter of what your risk adversity is. I'm a type of guy that hits on 16. So I would let it ride. Bag milk, what should I do? The dragon's right there, buddy. Just chase it. You can touch uh, it. Uh, chase the dragon. The, it's right there. The other strategy <laughs> I'm debating is just making sure, like, I mean, I have a couple hundred in my account. And if there's a point early in that game where Houston goes on a run and gets up, that's like if there's a point where Baylor all of a sudden isn't minus 208, they're like plus 140. That's when it's yeah. like, you know what? I should just put 150 on Baylor and like I'm still good either way, kind of. Okay, Ooh, but. 
Scott, if you overthink it like that and you don't just let your bet ride, if you start to do in-game things, I find myself making mistakes at in-game betting because I feel the sense of urgency to do what I'm thinking at that moment Mm -hmm. and I make mistakes. And so don't you think that's even a worse play? You could start to convolute it so much. Yes and no. I think in this situation, I think that's your, your best bet would be to, if you're willing to just let it ride the 50 and you know, what, whatever it is, then you can look for, because realistically the better option would be that you were on Baylor. Right, because then Houston at plus one eighty five, you can hedge and you get the plus value either way. Yeah. So I think that is in this situation, it is wise to if Houston jumps out to a twenty point lead or a fifteen point lead, and you can get Baylor at plus money, then you hammer Baylor, and then you guarantee you further your guaranteed profits. Your yeah. hedge is that much better. Now, overall, I don't do a ton of live betting because yes, uh, to Chalmers' point, you get a little crazy and. And, you know, you might want, especially in hockey, I think we talked about this early on, uh, either early this season or, or later last season. But, you know, you'll watch a first period and you'll see the Leafs get outshot 14 to 1. And you're like, there's no way the Leafs are winning this game. And then they come out and slaughter them in the second period and win a 3-1 game. So your eyes can deceive you very quickly. And that's where live betting can get you, uh, get you in a lot of trouble. And college basketball is brutal. College basketball, you'll Bruno. see these runs of like eight minutes where you don't see a, a point scored, and you're like, I'm taking the under. And then the next five minutes, they put up 40 points. You're like, that'll happen. Uh, uh, yeah. And they're always, yeah, showing the threes and they're just, yeah. the bench is jazzed up. And you're like, oh, well, that's like, I, I hardly ever live bet. And when I did against the UCLA, uh, um, Michigan game was so exciting that I couldn't help but live bet it. My son was up watching with me and I was just looking back to when I was a kid and being involved in this type of thing. And they needed two points and they shoot two threes in a row. And I'm just like, why do I do this? Why do I do this? Like, it's not, so I don't know, man, live betting on college basketball is just too much for me. I I don't think I can do it anymore. Hey, Charles, did you let uh, Scott know about your nice run there? Correctly predicting Oilers scores. No, but uh, I had, yeah, I bet three bets and two of them were exact scores after periods and after games. Nice. And, and I hit two of them and usually they were like a plus 1900 on. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, yeah, I hit two of them out of three. I, I've made two since then and they have not gone well. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I think I'm going to stop up, doing though. that for a bit. Still up. Oh yes, definitely still up. But I think I'm going to take a little break from that. Uh, I've been pumping the Oilers hard, and and uh, I really need them to go on a run. If you, <laughs> yeah, I need them to go on a run big time. I need the Oilers to go on a run too. Um, risky right. business, baby. Uh, quickly yeah. on March Madness, Scott, give us uh, what do you like here coming down the stretch here on the final weekend? Uh, I think UCLA might surprise some people and keep it somewhat close. Okay. Uh, I think they might cover the pl- the 14 points, um, but Gonzaga ultimately wins that, and I love the over. 146 blows my mind. I don't know why the total is there, which means it's probably going under. Uh, but I absolutely love that over. UCLA or Gonzaga's average like almost 90 points in uh, the March Madness. So you're just asking UCLA to put up about 60 and you get your over. I'll take that all day. Um, ultimately, I don't see how Gonzaga does not win the national championship. They are just so good at moving without the ball and finding the open man. And if you pressure them on the three, they just blow past you to the hoop 
or if you give them space, they knock down the, the triple. It's, it's, it's insane how good this call co- this team is for college basketball, how in sync everyone is. They know where everyone's going to be. So that pass is crisp on the money and easy points over and over again. So uh, I thought it was just that they were playing Oak West and playing, you know, Pepperdine and, and St. Mary's and teams like this, that they were beating the hell out of, but this is a damn good college basketball team. I'm opening day today, Major League Baseball. Uh, While we're talking about this, I should plug Blue Jays Nation Radio with myself and Cam Lewis, which drops every single Monday. If you were listening to this and are a baseball fan, I just have a couple basic baseball ones. Uh, World Series odds. Who's sitting up there in the books? Is there someone you think can provide value? Yeah, so of course the uh, the Dodgers are sitting at number one, uh, as to no surprise. You know, going out and win the World Series and then bringing in the uh, 2020 Cy Young winner uh, is always a good way to repeat as champions. Uh, they're valued at plus 300. Yankees right behind them at plus 550. I wouldn't touch the Yankees uh, ever at a futures bet. Uh, just they haven't done it recently, and. That team is always banged up. I I wrote the AL East odds article, yes. And Judge and Stanton have combined to miss over 200 games over the last two seasons. So if they're not in the lineup, I I can't touch them. So I think there's value. Yeah, Go ahead. That sucks for Judge because he's a young guy too, right? Like usually it's bodies breaking down over an elongated season like that. But like for him, he's still so young. Like that sucks because he's just a bad luck bit of bad yeah. luck, but ah. I think was it two years ago, he broke his wrist. So that's one of those injuries that it's like, that sort of sucks. But when you're six, eight or six, nine, whatever he is, two eighty playing 162 games, that body is going to break down. We see it in NBA, similar size men, and they can't play 82. Uh, so it makes sense that, that that type of grind for baseball is, uh, is brutal. As far as value goes uh, back to your point, um, you know, looking at that, that NL East is nasty. That's, that's the Mets and Braves, Nationals, Phillies, and even the Marlins. I, I like the Marlins. I think they have a really good rotation. But in that division, they have no hope in hell. Uh, so, you know, looking at the Braves at 10 to 1 isn't a bad play. The Mets at 11 to 1. Uh, those two are very intriguing to me. It's going to be hard to knock off the Dodgers again. Um, as far as the Amer- American League, I'm more on the White Sox than I am on the Twins, although Eloy Jimenez going down with that ruptured uh, pectoral muscle, that really hurts them. Uh, I always have the White Sox hat on. I don't have it today, but uh, they were my team last year, and and they came up a little short. Uh, So I will go White Sox over Twins, but White Sox at 10-1, to it's a little juicy for me. Uh, Twins at 20-1 to would have the better value, so I would go Twins over them. Uh, from the East or from the AL, I would go Oakland is providing the best value at 28 to one. Uh, I like the Padres. I think they're nine to one. Yeah. I think that team is loaded up. Their rotation is like five guys deep. That rotation is just nuts right now. And guys like Tatis Machado, they got like two MVP mm-hmm. candidates in their order. It's crazy. Uh, you a Jays guy? Uh, I am. Uh, I grew up as a bit of a Boston fan. Uh, just because the Jays were horrendous. And I, I wanted, I didn't find it. It was a rivalry at that point. Cause the Jays yeah. weren't in the conversation. So I liked a team that actually won and that was Boston mm-hmm. and I hated the Yankees. So naturally it, it had to be Boston. Uh, but right now Boston's horrible. So I'll go back on the blue Jays <laughs> and uh, from the national league, I, I've always liked the Cardinals and uh, they've got a good squad as well. Do you know what uh, the best part about the best part about opening day is like, I, I remember being a huge fan of baseball as a kid. 
And I don't know if you guys were a huge fan of baseballs when you were a kid. And Graham Chuck, you're probably too young to do this. But I used to wake up every morning and my parents would have the paper and you go to the sports section just to see if your guys hit a home run the night before. Like I was a big White Sox fan when I was a kid because of Frank Thomas and Robin Ventura. And every morning I would go look to see if they hit a home run because I don't know. And it just it's like nostalgic. Baseball is like one of those things where I won't sit down and watch it because it's kind of boring sometimes until we get to the playoffs. But like at this moment, it brings me back to my childhood. It brings me back to playing it. And honestly, like it's a lot of fun to go to those games. So I just, fuck man. I don't know. I'm just, if you want that feeling back, man, play fantasy baseball. Like that's the thing. So it's always opening day always sneaks up on me for some reason, but it's always like the two days before where I, get messages out to my friends saying, Hey, should we like, should we start up a league? Like have a draft tonight, like do something about it. But then ultimately two weeks in, we stop setting our rosters. And <laughs> it just goes away. So that's right. Uh, for the Jays win total 87 and a half, I think is what most books have it at Scott. Uh, do you like that number for Toronto? I think they can hit it. It's pretty tight. Uh, you're going to get your wins against Baltimore and uh, Boston, as mentioned, Baltimore, just a, just a dumpster fire, bro. They're, awful. Um, they're terrible. And then you're looking at splitting, I would say, with the Yankees and Rays. That's a pretty fair assessment. You might, you know, you might get one or two games over 500, vice versa. I, I, think, I think it's a real tight line. 88 wins, at, that's probably where they're in the range. I'd say they're in that 88 to 90 range. So the over is probably an intriguing play. Uh, it's too tight for my liking, though. All right, let's uh, wrap it up with some NHL talk here. Some interesting teams right now. Like Nashville's on a fucking run now. They're back in the playoff race. Columbus can't beat anyone to save their lives. Uh, Colorado's 8-0-2 in their last 10. They've just been... Buffalo won. One Buffalo game finally won. <laughs> Buffalo finally won. That's a good area to go with, Scott. Uh, man, just an all-time historic streak from the Sabres there. Yeah, I had the Flyers on the... What was the night? Monday? Yeah, it was when a Monday night that they blew the three nothing lead, and I it, my system had Philly again. I'm like, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> I got lucky with the first one. I'm staying <laughs> far away, and uh, sure enough, I, I was glad I did. Uh, good for Buffalo. Uh, good for them to get back in the win column. All for not, <laughs> you know, it does yeah. it does not matter whatsoever. They are going to finish dead last in that division, and pff, they got a clean house. I don't I don't even know what you do with that organization. Fire the Get coach. Yeah, that did that. That was not the problem. It is not the coach. Uh, all right, let's end it with our parlay. Like we got a lot of games on the schedule here tonight, but I'm also seeing on my book like the odds for tomorrow night are already mixed in there. Oilers opening at minus one thirty nine against the Flames for a Friday night BOA. Uh, but Scott, let's do our uh, let's do our parlay. Let's see if we can grab a dub here. Okay. Okay. Well, we feel went free. Three if you minutes. want to mix in anything on Friday too, we can mix in things on Friday. Cause I, did, I didn't look ahead. Do you want me just okay. to say the Oilers just to say the Oilers? Sure. We can. Minus yeah. Okay. We'll throw two. the Oilers. Yeah. We're going to throw the Oilers in there just for fun. Um, no. So we went three and one last week. We missed out. I forget who, who got us last week. Uh, was a favorite though. Somebody blew it for yeah. us. Uh, um, your boss. It was against New Jersey. Wasn't it? Oh yeah. You I like always, somebody gets, so wait, are we doing tonight's games or tomorrow's games? I'm going to do tonight's games because I didn't, I didn't look at tomorrow yet. Good. Uh, good. But we're, but we we're going to throw Edmonton in there we're because throw I was told to. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> so I like the, the under in the Washington, New York Islanders game. That's five and a half. Uh, Islanders just one of the best under teams in the league. And they just, they just do their thing. It's boring, gritty hockey that gets the under and that's all we're asking for. 
Uh, we're going to go with the Habs at minus 190 as our chalky pick. Uh, just, you know, fade in the sense, class, classic pick. And uh, for our plus one and a half, which you could also take as, as an underdog outright, uh, I like the Blackhawks over the Hurricanes uh, going for two in a row. They got them the other night, and uh, I think they might, might catch them by surprise again. If you have the Oilers added into that parlay, that is the under and Islanders Capitals, Habs money line, Hawks plus one and a half. That bad boy is plus 634. If you just want to play the Thursday night picks, that is plus 327. But I'm adding Edmonton there and throwing Dude, it on that. Dude, that Habs-Ottawa game tonight, I can't, I can't state it, I, but enough. But I don't agree with you. They Coming off really? like a big win. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Ottawa always does this to teams. I don't know. Trap game. Trap well, game. I, I think I was, was it last week that I was asked you know, was it the Leafs in Ottawa? And it's like, how do you not bet on the Leafs? And I was like, you, you just can't because you, yeah. you can't bet on or against Ottawa. And here I am. I also like the under in that <laughs> game. If you prefer to take a saw or a total, That's a I six, like the, yeah. I like the under in that one, but uh, yeah, Ottawa is an annoying team, but they're going down tonight. Scott, enjoy a busy weekend of sports, my man. Thanks for doing this. Happy Easter, fellas. Enjoy yes. opening day and everything. All your bets. Hit them oh, all. Oh, yes. Go Houston. All right. Later, fellas. There you go. That is Scott Scott Hastings. I almost call him Scott Houston. Scott Hastings from oddtrack.com. Uh, before we keep moving on here, let's give some love to the folks at Manscaped. They got a special offer on right now. Free boxers and the toiletry bag, plus free shipping with the purchase of their performance package kit. Head to manscaped.com. Don't forget the promo code Real Life gets you 20% off and free shipping on anything on their products, whether you need a razor or you're looking to stock up on some of their other goods or you know, lawnmower 3.0, it's 120 bucks. Get that 20% off. You're sitting there under hundred bucks for a quality razor. I can't recommend it enough. It's got the flashlight built in. It works in the shower, waterproof, all that good stuff. Manscaped.com promo code real life. Since I've been pumping Manscaped on some social, just like talking about it. And I've had another grooming company slide in my DMS. Anybody else have that? I know. You did? Yep. So did I. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. That's People make a play. that we clip our beans, you know? Yeah, trying to make a play. I think they want us to be like not – I think it would be like what you would consider the um, the Avon of, of uh, male grooming where they want you to like be a seller of their product. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, I had – yeah, I got off an affiliate <laughs> program a little bit. They are not yeah. – they are not the Cadillac like Manscaped, though. I Let's just you. say I rejected very quickly. It did we not accept. We only deal with premium products, and Manscaped.com is premium Jay products. Jay Leaf, because I wanted to ask him about putting a deposit down yes, on Yes, and ticket. thank God he did. <laughs> oh, but like, I want to go to he, Vegas so bad. Just, <laughs> oh, dude, well, they so, – so they put a – if we're allowed to go, they put down the deposit yeah. to basically yeah. – yeah, so yeah, are you gonna come this time, Charles? Oh yeah, I have Charles, to. you gotta come on one of these, even if it's I, just one of the I'm going to. Yeah. I'll come to that one. I I I I wanna come to that one. I'm going to come to that one. Um, but I don't I don't want to come alone. What do you mean? Okay. We can room like to together. Be, I would like yeah, to we, bring fuck that. We run we I'd run like to bring my for... significant other. I was gonna say I think drunk Tyler and drunk Chalmers would be like best buddies. I think we'd get along great when we're both really drunk. Do you remember Tyler was that in Vegas last year and we just had a really nice embrace on Fremont Street because we were both hammered at like eleven thirty? 
Here's the thing. I don't remember that, but I know it <laughs> happened. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, though. When Tyler's got the juice in him, he's got the. He's also got. Uh, he he hits the D floor. We were all oh, hitting yeah. the D floor real hard. I feel. I feel like his smile gets like super big and never yep. leaves his face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can picture it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was the best, Charles. You need to come. Like we found a cover band on Fremont Street. We were all. We were all just having the best time, even though the Oilers lost. We were all dancing in the road. It was the best. I love. Uh, I've got I've got a few places in my in in the world that hold a special place in my heart. Vegas is one of them. Yep. I, I love it. I like it's not just because of the debauchery and the bullshit. I just love the the high energy hustle bustle feel even at three in the morning. And I don't even have to be drunk to do that. Like I have, I'm usually I'm usually a bunch deep, but like I just love the fact that three a.m. feels like two in the afternoon. It's my favorite yeah, thing. You want to grab something to eat? You go grab something to eat. It's great. Cantina. All right. I have a ninth inning of a baseball game I'd like to watch and a cold yellow beer in my fridge. So I'm going to wrap up this podcast. Bag milk, Chalmers. Thank you. That was a good, good episode. A lot of nonsense, but a good episode. We, we didn't literally, I had like topics. I had stuff to touch Me on. Too. I, I, yeah. Let's, let's hey, maybe, uh, let's hey, while, I'm, t- while I'm thinking about it, uh, Tyler, could you maybe at the beginning of the episode, uh, bleep out the exact unit that i'll be moving into that one day dropped <laughs> did he drop that <laughs> yeah like the name of it so you could find if you search the name of the unit you can find what building it is hence where he will be uh, i have so much <laughs> editing to do on this one <laughs> episode 269 of the real life podcast brought to you by oodle noodle twig and berries and manscaped is over great job on making it through the entire hour of the real life podcast Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. 
For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.